You are listening to the Two Sorry Excuses podcast. And for that, I apologize. And get yourself some shoes because the air in here is unbreathable. <laughs> Hello, and thanks for downloading the Two Sorry Excuses podcast. Recording live from Sanders' home for wayward children. <laughs> I am your old pal Sanders. And I'm your good buddy Liv. And if you are keeping score at home, this is episode 125, the Young Pope edition. Yeah. Yes, Young Pope is my new addiction right now, man. I um, You sent me the link, and I, and I clicked on it at first... I wasn't paying too much attention. I got a bunch of shit going on, and I'm I'm trying to to do some work. But I thought it was a funnier die skit. Yeah, just kind of the way the the cinematography is. You know, they do these kind of yep. quick cuts from from you know person to person. And then I realized it wasn't. I realized that it was a it, it was a moving monologue. And I I, I I took a quick glance, and I I was like, man, Paulie Shore is fucking <laughs> killing it. <laughs> And then I was like, wait a minute, that can't be Paulie Shore. And then I looked, and it's Jude Law, who I, uh, I'm i a huge fan of Jude Law. Are you? Yeah. Apparently, he's quite the philanderer, man. He, I mean, I didn't know this, but a uh, person I know uh, apparently is friends with one of his baby, well, not friends, but because uh, I can't vouch for friendship, but knows one of his baby mamas, baby's mamas, because apparently he has multiple kids out of wedlock. Wait a minute, apparently, are you? Are you talking about John Malkovich? No, Jude Law. Apparently, he is quite virile and promiscuous. No, no, I meant your your friend who's who's in the circles with Jude Law. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, sorry, I was thrown off. We call him Malky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that could be the funniest thing you've ever said, man. <laughs> that's a high bar that like... is no 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 it's a low bar it's a low bar <laughs> it's not often that you're endearing you you were just endearing there to me i find that very uh i find that very lovable um the other night jacob uh sent me a text message he's like john malkovich is gonna be on seth myers tonight i was like oh i wonder if he's gonna tell the story about how he saw me in bluto on oak street <laughs> <laughs> oh that's great that's great yeah um well let's uh in the interest of time we'll uh let's get into things here you got a lot going on they um you know they they often compare us uh to the beatles who is this they i don't know if you know they you speak of i don't know if you know this but uh i'm the john and you're the paul oh okay of the uh of the means i'll be the one who's living 30 years after you uh, I guess that would make BP the George and inevitably Roscoe the Ringo. <laughs> Roscoe's definitely the Ringo. <laughs> and and while we collaborate, you know, a great deal and we 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 spin some uh some lovable tunes together, every so often we kind of get into a cadence where it's either a you know, a John song or a Paul song, right? And we know it's a we know it's a Sanders show when the when the sweet the sweet ladies send the sexy tweets or the or your friend Ryan 
you know, be- begrudgingly, yeah, uh, be- begrudgingly admits that he listens to you know to the podcast. What's or wrong with that da- guy? Or the downloads dip that week? What the hell's wrong with that guy? He's always talking about the girl, talking about the kids. What's wrong with that character? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He doesn't like that. He doesn't like hearing about the children. Well, what you get talk about the kid for? I don't want to hear about his kid. <laughs> uh, and we know we know when it's a when it's a live show. When the uh, the sweet sweet El Sal El, El Salvadorian men yes, make yes. their make their overtures known, yes. um, start but... sending the pizza recipes and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tonight tonight is definitely going to be a Paul show. I am uh, I am uh, I'm just... best description. I'm just, I'm pouting. I'm sour. You know. Every once in a while, I'll get... I'm going to ask you why you're sour, but I'm you know, afraid it's going to turn into a John show if I ask you that. No, 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 no. I'm, and I'm going to resist the temptation to, to even answer it. It's, it's, a, Sanders. it's a fool me once type situation. You know what I mean? Fool me once. Shame yeah. on Ross. <laughs> <laughs> fool me twice. Shame on me. Fool me yes. twice. Shame on me. So we're in a fool me twice situation. <laughs> okay, okay. And uh, listen, some people find that fodder very humorous. Uh, and 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 I yeah, I believe their initials are JD, both of them. <laughs> <laughs> they get a kick out of that shit. But one, uh, I don't think everybody gets a kick out of it. And two, I'm uh, I'm tired of of, of yeah. talking about it. You and know they're what like I mean? reveling in your misery. Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's, I'm gonna pout. I'm gonna take my ball. I'm gonna go home, and that's it. Yeah. I don't care if you talk for the next hour and a half about fan belt replacement strategies. <laughs> no, that ain't happening. <laughs> I'm I'm your co-pilot tonight, man. I'm okay. your co-pilot tonight. Well, that's so, interesting because uh, God is already my co-pilot. So those uh, <laughs> those who are looking for the walrus, cuckoo, 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 cuckoo. Uh, you're not getting it tonight. You're not getting it tonight. So sit back, relax, grab yourself some popcorn and two fingers of scotch and listen to the dulcet tones. And maybe put Matthew on some Viva Paruba. <laughs> That's so funny. I put on some Viva Paruba the other night. I was having, uh, I was having, uh, such, uh, congestion, nasal congestion. Ah. And, uh, so as I put it on. You know, I grab it and I go. Smear it. Ah. Where'd you, you smeared it under your nose, or smeared smear it under my nose, which yeah. is tough because for a forty-three-year-old man, I, I still have way too much adult acne. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean. So I really hate putting grease or or you know shit I on my face. I understand. I got the same issues, man. You know what makes it worse is that I have no hair, so when I sleep, the pillow gets really greasy. Oh, that's terrible. I got I have pillowcases that I you know you know how you have a set of sheets and then when yeah. you change the sheet you change the pillowcases? I have extra pillowcases that I buy. Oh, uh, don't get changed at the same time as other sheets they need to be yeah. changed at a greater rate. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I'm all stuffy and I'm you know, I can't sleep and I'm getting all congested and I'm gross and I grab the I grab the Vicks Vapor rub and I go to put it on and as I put it on I go Ah ba Bebop. Ah, the Bebop-a-ruba. and I get a <laughs> kick out of it, you know, because I'm here. I am 
I'm lathering myself up with Vicks Vapor Rub, thinking of Fredo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. I, I don't know, you know, you know I don't know when there's a better time to think of Fredo, but at least when I'm when I'm lathering myself with uh, Viva Parub. So, <laughs> um, so there. That's uh, that's. All right, uh, well, I think that's all I got. Yeah, <laughs> it's a quick one, man. What, what's that? Seven minutes. That's a new record. Oh, that is a new record. That is a new record. Um, well, I hope you got something, or else we're gonna have to talk about our Instagram account for the next. Uh, have you looked at the Instagram account? I have looked at the Instagram account. the The way that I knew, um, that that you had gotten to work on the Instagram account is because I went out to dinner with my mom for her birthday the other oh, day. Oh Lord! And I'm not exactly sure why. Um, I'm not exactly sure why she is a fan of two sorry excuses but i'm guessing she had liked the page or maybe even i liked the page when we were trying to get our likes up from her facebook account oh the facebook page all right because i'm like i don't know what instagram she would be because usually it tells you who's following you i'm pretty sure josh followed me but or um, followed us yeah now the she... issue i'm running to is all these people that have never followed me personally that are following me uh are following two sorry excuses thinking it's exclusively me it's kind of annoying. Okay. All right. Um, well, I knew that you were at it because my mom said uh, that there were, there was a bunch of in, there was a bunch of unflattering pictures of me on the internet. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny about that. One of them's from the Hollyhock 2011, where you and I, I had to put up. I was like, "There's not that many unflattering pictures. Yeah, there's two. I guess they're both unflattering, though." But one Yeah, there is... are two pictures and they're both unflattering. Here's what and and, and, and I'm gonna let you finish, but here's what makes yeah. them even more unflattering. This, this, this is the Paul show, people. <laughs> <laughs> this is what makes it even more unflattering is that you spammed our Facebook account because you must have posted and unposted those pictures and then reposted them. No, you know the problem was this was the problem and that's why I'm not doing it this way anymore. Problem is our Twitter account posts to Facebook. Yes. So yeah. what happened was I had put I noticed this the first day or whatever, and I just changed it so I won't share, you know, post the pictures to Twitter. You know, if you're not following us on Instagram and you're not following us on Facebook, you're not gonna see the pictures at this point. Because the problem is when you post from Instagram, you know, you can click to share it to Facebook and click to share it to Twitter and whatnot, like link the accounts the way the Twitter accounts link to the Facebook. Yes. But then the problem becomes it gets shared to Facebook, but because it's shared to Twitter, Twitter shares the Facebook. So then the Twitter shares it to Facebook. So it double post the pictures to Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, so that was the only issue I had with them. Not yeah. only were they unflattering, now they're it was like double dose for for yeah. For those well, I mean, one of those I had to pose, you know, it was like the two sorry excuses at at peak sorrow. You know, it's you and I, me shirtless, and you inebriated at the Hollyhog. That's yeah. um, that that one I don't mind because if we ever published a book, uh, I either that would be the the that's the one the, you don't mind of the two. That's the dust cover picture. I'll tell you why I don't mind that one because that one is so farcical. Okay, because the that other is... one I don't think's that bad. No, I don't like it. I don't. You know All what? Right. I, I mean, know... I just used it to. 
I, you know, it was like we got to use two star excuses. And I had to celebrate the orange victory, you know? No, no, I understand. And I... you're making that look. You had another one where you're shrugging, which really was like, what's up? But I mean, it's all the same series. Yeah, yeah. Of Problem was, your hand was cut off in that one, so I didn't like it. You know? <laughs> See, I don't mind the Holly Hog because my shirt's all wet. And I'm, you know, I'm obviously wasted, and you know, you have no shirt on. It, yeah. it's it's like they captured. The I won the award for last shirtless hogger, which was probably the last time I was at the hog. That is, um, you know, that's just us at our quote unquote finest. Yeah, peak sorrow. Peak sorrow, exactly. That's why I don't mind that one. <laughs> Everybody has a picture of that in their in their photo album. And if we were to do a, a two sorry excuses book. Um, or you and I were to do a book outside of the two sorry excuses brand for obvious licensing reasons. If you know what I mean, um, that would be the dust jacket cover, uh, the dust yeah. jacket photo. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, I'll say this much though. Um, you know, the one man peanut gallery that is Mike Reardon had to chime in on those, <laughs> of course, of that photo, you know, in reference about you being held up by the tree and everything. And, um, so outside of that, I texted him. I sent him photos. I was like, yes, and these will never be shared on social media, you know, because <laughs> they were away. You know, I was like, I can get away with this one, but I'm not putting pictures of you uh, propped up on a tree. You know? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> but the other one, I think this is what I think. I think most people just see as you being clowny. Problem is, you're actually remembering that day yourself. Uh, there's a couple things about the photo that bother me. Um, okay. and found what's that expound upon it. Well, let me, I got to find it first. Let me, oh. the, the one that bothers me the most is the, is the wet shirt situation. Facebook too. Sorry. Well, don't you remember it stormed at that game? Um, you remember there was like an hour rain, uh, lightning delay and everything. Uh, we, even, we even threw on uh, ponchos at one point. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, yeah, you're right. I I'm mean, giving you plausible deniability, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, all right. It's not so bad, I guess. I guess it's not a, it's the angle is not that great. You know, there's man boob uh, insinuation there, which is you know, really. Go to our page to look at it. Which is probably just as much or. Or even, you know, uh, a product of the shirt. Yeah, but it's a Syracuse shirt. You're a Syracuse your sorry excuse. We had a big victory against Florida State, and you're looking like you're you're saying something, you know? And it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, it worked good for the time. Like, what's up, Seminoles? If I was more straight My on... My only problem is every time I get on Facebook, you know... They're always trying to sell you on boosting stuff. And my sister likes the photo. Um, Mimi Livercary likes your photo. Um, Every time I uh, post it on uh, get on Facebook, they're trying to sell me on these boost post things. And they keep popping up with that picture. That's my one problem with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> oh, the machine that is Facebook. Um, here's what my suggestion uh, would be from a from a uh, marketing brand standpoint. On our Instagram posts, 
I would hashtag them all. Hashtag Qs. Yeah, yeah. Let's see if I what did I do? Yeah, I'm I'm not a millennial, so I'm not always hashtagging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the uh, that's I think I think that's that's our strategy there. Yeah, that's I mean the, I I gotta be hashtagged them, uh, but I um. I did post a good one of me to my own personal Instagram because I don't want to go crazy and turn two sorry excuses in my. That's why I gave you the password too because I have all these pictures of eleven oh six with my guys in them, you know. Yeah, no, no, like, I on my I, phone, and I'm like, but you know, it can't be a one way thing, you know. No, so I appreciate that, and and I'll get on that. Um, I mean, I know you don't like the whole social media thing, but you know, I mean, like, like you see the one I put up from the Super Bowl party. Obviously, we weren't going to drink a keg of beer and eat a six-foot sub by ourselves, but it's a chance to enhance our legacy. Right. No, no, you no. You know, no, by no. claiming six-foot sub, full keg of beer, and five dudes. Hashtag squad goals. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm a little warmer to Instagram than I am uh, Facebook. Yeah, Facebook, well, it's going to post our Facebook anyway because we gotta we got to advertise both ways, you know. Facebook is, um, I have both philosophical and practical objections to Facebook. You have no objection to the fact that Facebook owns Instagram? um, The platform that Instagram (laughs) provides, I have less of a philosophical uh, issue with it. I have no personal objection to Instagram. Yeah. somewhat philosophical but less than facebook because instagram is primarily um visual yeah in terms of of you know photos yeah and, and i mean that's all we're doing now anyway because it's not i'm not really updating the page it's just that the pictures get posted to the page because there's people that aren't on instagram following us that follow that are going to see the page pop up on their Facebook feed, you know? Uh, I would say Kristen Reardon Frere is probably a perfect example, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. And you know what? That's probably somebody that I appreciate does take the time because she wants to know what's going on with us and is interested in knowing kind of what I'm up to. And Peter's even, you know, she commented on one of these photos, you know? I I take it as these people are interested that I'm still alive and th- and that's pretty good. Yeah. That's, that's I mean, good that's, enough for me. That's what that's you want to know. Um, are you so looking at Instagram? Yeah. So I'll, I will participate. Uh, well, you can see the photo that I put up of myself today for th- throwback Thursdays. If you look at Viva LaRange, which is, you know, you'll be able to see through the two sour excuses, yeah. Facebook. I mean, Instagram, because we're following them. All right. So let's see here. Viva LaRange. So I have a whole repository of pictures that have been digitized in my phone from years ago. Uh, see, I have uh, a couple things that that, um, that I found interesting here. That Chris McQueenie is a follower. Yeah, he's somebody who I had to follow. He he came and followed Two Sour Excuses first before I followed him, and I was like, well, I got to go follow him on my personal account i guess you know because i was like it it feels awkward otherwise which i i find interesting because of all those older guys and you know he's like mikey mcgrath and and you know jimbo and those guys who are older than me 
Yeah. Um, but still worked there when I when I was uh, a student. Yeah, the um, old statesman of Fagans. He he was a super nice, genuine guy. Yep, he was. As a matter of fact, he may still never lost be. His temper. He may still be because I think oh, I'm he's, sure he he's alive, right? Yeah, so yeah, I believe he has children and everything. He's very active on Instagram and Facebook. Um, so I think that's cool that he took the time to follow us. I don't. If you were to say, you know, if you know, I don't know, if John and Jerry were were out because I think he still lives in Syracuse, right? He lives. I mean, he used to. He lived in Lafayette when I was there. You know, the suburb of Syracuse. Yeah, well, okay. It's like thirty minutes away or whatever. But he. Uh, so I'm sure that's where he's probably living now. So if he went to you know have lunch at Fagan's and uh, and saw John and Jerry, and uh, you know they were like, hey, you know, we just uh, Sanders and Liv were in town. Yeah. I I don't know that he'd go. Oh, tell those guys to say hi. I I, I wouldn't. I would not be surprised if he didn't even remember who I was. Oh, okay. Well, I think but, he does. I mean, I'm sure once he saw the photo of you all drunk, he's like, yeah, I know that bald drunk guy. <laughs> I'll tell you a funny story about Chris McQueenie. You know, he was one of the managers when I was working there. You know, he used to have the facial hair. Yeah. You yeah, know? Yeah. And then one night he comes in and he had a clean shave, and I was like, Chris McQueenie. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought that was quite clever. Uh, how do these pictures go? Is the top left What's the newest? That? The newest is oh, what, are you looking on the uh, on the de- on a laptop or desktop? I'm looking on a desktop. Okay, so I see. The here. newest is the Snowblitz picture that I came I came across as they were repainting the sign at Hanson's this afternoon, and I was like, oh, I gotta go check that out. I was like, I gotta go take a picture of that because that because you know you always see it every year changes like. Now it's gone from 77 to 78, but you never see the process. So it's kind of a cool thing to, to just happen across, you know? Okay. All right. So that's a snowball stand. Yeah. Yeah. That's uptown. I've taken Creed in there, BP and Carla gone there. I've taken Mary Mulren in there. If you ever came down during snowball season, I would take you there. Right. Right. Okay. And right. then, so the next, the, the flattering picture of yourself obviously is the, is the picture of you in the blizzard. Yeah, which obviously isn't flattering me. Look how big my boobs are. <laughs> I was looking at that today. I was like, oh, I can't believe I put that up, man. I got some really flabby boobs in that <laughs> shot right there. Um, that's a good picture. That's a quality. Well, yeah, I mean, I used the the mashup thing to I, because I was like, you know, if I just put the picture of me doing the angels, people might just think it's me falling in snow. Right, right, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, this is a good, this is actually is a good, uh, account to follow here. Cause I see your car. Yep. You know, the car that I, we talk about, but I never have, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was when I got the, uh, the rear view mirror knocked off. If you see that. On it. Oh yeah. 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 Let me, I don't even know what's all, but I think I got some clever pictures in there. Cause I use it as a chance to, to, um, to point out the droll realities of life. <laughs> yeah, the January lemon stand. That was classic. Yeah, yeah, that was on Martin Luther King Day. That was about five minutes after I saw uh, Malky. Uh, you got you on your porch with the with you you on your deck with the with the lights. Oh hanging. man, how long it took to get that picture right? I was all by myself, you know, and I was trying to set up. I'm like, I really need a photographer because that was the first night. So I, the point was to get everything in. I was smoking the turkey on the smoker, 
Yeah. Porch is new. The lights were put up that day. Problem was, it was so cold that night, and I'm wearing a black glove. And the point is, you, you, so you can't see the cigar because I had to rush down and hop in the seat. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. yeah, like yeah. I'm sticking with it because the whole, you know, you see the caption. I love it when a plan comes together. You remember yes. Hannibal was always smoking his cigar, always had a cigar. Correct. Correct. You know, and that was the inspiration for that, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's also other little the banalities of life, like the poorly, uh, the poor branding of IV waste, you know, which is run by a guy named Sidney Torres IV. But I think it's fucking a stupid name for a garbage company because to me, IV waste sounds like somewhere where you throw hypodermic needles. <laughs> um, right. uh, the, the directions on the back of the doorstop that I bought, you know, like. <laughs> All right. Like I, th- I think people. Of course, it's also my account's also private, so I guess I don't get complete outreach, you know. But I think there's, you know, you can watch that video of Bluto just capture, you know, catching treats in the air and in succession, you know. <laughs> you would, you had sent me that live. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In, yeah, in that, almost real time, which I got a kick out of. Which yeah, I got yeah. a kick out of. So. All right, I'm warming to the idea. I'm warming to the idea. I certainly will help further our brand. Um, and then with... you probably like this too. See, that was during Hurricane Matthew on the news, and it applies to both of us. It came on news. I, it came on news one night. I missed it. I'm like, and I kept watching that news station, waiting for that graphic to come up again. Since I don't have DVR, that says tracking Matthew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you had to wait, right? <laughs> It took me like two days. I was like, they better not retire that graphic. You know, we'll and never see that pull again. Up, pull up the phone. And I'm like, boom. All right, great. I got it. Tracking that. <laughs> all right, I'm on board. I'm on board. All right, all right. You can oh, even man. see the early stuff, like the first Boston, but in the process of the uh, pot rack, you know, that you make fun of me for, although <laughs> you like hate me. Uh, good stuff, man. Good stuff. Yeah. All right, I'll get a couple up there because I have a whole, I have a um, just a whole box full of of treasures. Yeah, um, yeah. You just need to get crazy with the scanner for a little bit. Yeah. Um, I came across. There's. Well, I don't want to get into my hobo box of of hoarding right now, but you, trust me, there's some good stuff in there. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there is, and. And I sent you that picture the other day, because I don't know if that's one we already had on file of you as Brian Peters. No. Oh, no. We... Friggin' Trump's doctor's on TV. <laughs> Donald Trump's longtime doctor says president takes hair growth drug. If you see from my Instagram, you see that that was my character for Halloween. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I, hey, right now. I thought you were going to put that BP one up. Which one? Oh, the, of the Hall- Halloween? Yeah. I was gone to, but, you know, I never even got any reaction from you. So I didn't know what the... I mean, thing is, I don't want to blow my load all at once, so maybe I'll post it, you know, as a throwback Thursday next week or something. Oh, how about once a week? We, we put one up once a week. Yeah, I mean, my... Yeah. I mean, I'll put it up next week, you know, be like reference to it. You know, too bad we didn't start this in October because it would have had great synergy, but we could still put it up. It's fine. So just uh, just so we're clear, um, f- Twitter 
and both Twitter and the Two Sorry Excuses Instagram page will go to Facebook. Yeah, so if you post anything on it, see, they give you an option when you're sharing it. You can hit the buttons to share it to Facebook, and you can hit the button to share it to Twitter. So it's probably best just to share it to Facebook because Instagram and Facebook's enough. You know, when you do Instagram photos on Twitter, you don't even get the photo unless you click on the link anyway. So who cares? Um, and I don't click on all those links on people's tweets when they tweet photos, you know? Well, so here's the deal. I see it in my feed, the photo, you know? Here's the deal. Uh, I use the Twitter account for one primary reason. To be able to post to Facebook without having to yeah. log into Facebook, right? The yeah. problem is... for announcing the episode downloads. Yeah. Oh, you think so? Yeah, I think it's good because it gets double coverage, too. Okay, and well, I always retweet it on my Twitter page too. Usually, well, here's the problem that I that I I run into with the with, and maybe this isn't a problem. Maybe it's actually a benefit. It forces me to be succinct. Is that um, sometimes I run out of characters for my witticism. Oh, uh, okay. So if I posted it to the Instagram account, I'd have a little more flexibility. Um, well, you can do that then. If you want to do it that way, that's fine too. Because we have now we have a hundred, we have a hundred Instagram followers now. Oh no, yep. we don't. It's sixty six. Sixty six. But we're getting more every day. I mean, that only went up Saturday or whatever. All right. Right now we have forty one. I right, say so this is what we're gonna do. Here's exactly what we're gonna, we're gonna let the two sorry excuses army dictate the mandate. Um, by the end of February. Speaking of mandate, did you see the good picture of me and Jordan? Uh, with the glasses on? Captions. No, the one where we're at the basketball game the other night. Uh, where the am I? Inst- my captions. Yeah, my ins- on my Instagram, sorry. Oh, you were goodness. Yeah, I gotta get- from it, sorry. All right, hold on a second. Christ's sakes. Because it's not just the picture, it's the captions. Yes, yes, it's the you captions. You don't read the captions, but you got to read the captions. Uh, like. At the basketball game, very good. Well, that requires. Uh... <laughs> very good. Very. I told good. Jordan we were at the game. I was like, we're gonna have to take a picture before we even win the game. We're at the bar before, because uh, we always make jokes about, it. oh, we got a mandate coming up, you know. Right. I was like, dude, uh, we're at the bar. I was like, we're gonna have to take a picture we got when we get there because I already have the caption in my head. And he's like, all right, perfect. <laughs> Great. Um, well, the little bit of the problem is, is that, uh, I don't have time for the captions. Oh, I forgot. You're very busy. You know what I mean? I can scroll through here and see, get the, get the gist of, of what's going on and I move on. Um, but here's the mandate to sorry, excuses army, whichever medium has the most Twitter followers has the, have the most followers by the end of February will be my official platform. Yeah. Okay. So, so right now. I think it'll probably end up being Instagram because we got a lot of double followers to begin with. Like Steve, Steve Z Wonder, a.k.a. Steve Koch. Yeah. 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 
Um, all right. So right now, the uh, Two Sharks Excuses Instagram page has about 66 followers. The Twitter page has 41. So that's relatively close. It's not like it's a blowout. A month, yeah. we can Although figure it out. we've had those 41 Twitter followers for three years now. Yes. Yes. Um, so if they want so their voice. Somebody's, unless somebody's really committed to Twitter to drive up a freaking campaign. <laughs> Which, you know. Personally, I don't see happening, but hey, you never know. You never know. You never know. Uh, but here then is the incentive for the Instagram followers. Unless Instagram, I'm going to handicap it a little bit. It's whichever one has more, but Instagram needs to reach 100. Okay. Fair enough, right? Yeah, it's fair enough. Okay. Um, but I mean, it's like Twitter, how you can go and request people follow you and then they follow back. You know, you can do that on Instagram as well, you know. Yeah, yeah. But I'm looking for a grassroots effort amongst our following to say, hey, yeah. get out there and listen to these guys. I do think you're kind of overestimating our following. But hey. <laughs> um, uh, Not to get into the weeds here because we've. We've gotten really far into yeah, the weeds. We are in the weeds, yeah. This um this month uh happened to be January. Let's uh let me let me get proper numbers here. January happened to be our most listened to month since To that July of 2014, when we were we were basically rock stars. <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, October of 2014, uh, we were basically rock stars, and, and which really sucked because that was uh, that was the stretch from June 2014 to uh, to like December. 2000 or November 2014 when we had uh we were a top rated uh podcast we were above like the SEC now podcast do you remember what I'm, do you remember that time yeah I know what you're talking about we could have been contenders man. we could have been contenders so we we were on fire and then yep. then we had the the whole GoDaddy technical issue notorious GoDaddy thing and that killed us and then I was fighting the Bell's palsy. And, yeah. But we fought back. We fought back, and we had some really. The GoDaddy lean... thing really killed us, though, because you and I both were keeping up the web page and everything. I know we were both posting stuff at that time for a brief period. That was a heyday. Yeah, that was a heyday. That was a heyday. That was like when, you know, um, like who's a who's a typical summer amphitheater. Uh, greatest hits tour kind of band nowadays. Oh, okay. You know, like Journey. Yeah, like a Chicago. Chicago, right. The Chicago Journey, you know, yeah, Toto yeah, yeah. summer tour. Yep. And you can just expect them to kind of roll out, go through the motions, put on a decent enough show, and, you know, everybody yeah, go 25 home. 25 or 6 to 4. But there was a time when Journey was filling arenas. Oh yeah, yeah. They were packing fannies into the seats. That we in 2014, we we were the journey of podcasts. <laughs> right now yeah, we are yeah, yeah. we're still the journey of podcasts, but we're building back up. However, um, this was our this was our our hottest month, um, 
since October 2014. So what's that? Two and a half years. Yeah. Two and a half years. We have some staying power. Now, in you know, in reality, somebody comes through and they download 124 podcasts. That's a huge bump, right? Yeah, it inflates the. Uh, Back yeah. in December of, of 14, you know, they probably only had 75 or 80 to choose from. Yep. So we double where the inflation value is is double now. But you know, we'll take them where we can get them, right? Wherever, by hook or by crook, right? That's right. That's right. Which is such a, you know, it there's it's such a dichotomy because there are, you know, those times where I'm like, man, I really hope people are listening and and enjoying this and giving their feedback, and I want them to listen to to the podcast and go to the Instagram page and share their information because yeah. it's a big community and we're all part of the, you know, the Global Orange Network and we've got friends everywhere. And then there's just other times I'm like, fuck them, man. I just I don't even like people, man. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you something, though, about this episode so far, though? Go ahead. All right. I mean, earlier you discussed the Beatles – you know, whether it be a Paul episode or a John episode or who's the Ringo and who's the George. I'm starting to think this is becoming a Pete Best episode, which isn't saying really good things. <laughs> well, here's the problem. We're not right? talking about either one of our personal issues. We're talking about friggin' the platform of our podcast. You yeah, know? but you know what? Sometimes I think people are just tired of hearing about us, man. <laughs> I think sometimes they 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 want to hear about legitimate stuff like Instagram. <laughs> people want to hear about what what is our favorite way to post shit to Facebook? Is it through Instagram? Or Twitter? <laughs> oh, I get just that. That's what the, people are dying to hear. The absurdity. I prefer to use Facebook without yeah. using Facebook. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. We put up a sticker. Here's what I've learned though in my. Uh, in my uh, analytic endeavors, it doesn't matter what the content of the podcast is. We just need to give it some type of risque, slightly R-rated title because some of our most uh, highly rated or mo- uh, highly downloaded podcasts are things like One Uncultured Fuck, The Advantage yeah. of White Privilege, The Misadventures of B-Boy and Cuntwagon. Bitches be hot for wet. <laughs> bitches be hot for wet. Bitches be wet for Etsy. Sada me? No, sada you. I mean, those are those are some those are our top ten most downloaded episodes. You know, so I just, yeah, of course, because you got a lot of dirtbags in the world who are I, looking for filthy shit, and they come across that, and they and then they let, get five minutes into it, and they're like, oh fuck. You know. Meanwhile, uh, meanwhile, keep- back at the Hall of Justice. The Keeper of Christmas Lore is our least downloaded episode. Oh, yeah. Um, Sounds awful. Carrying the Mail. Name Redacted. Slander Retracted. Going Mm -hmm. Back in Time. Sanders Lining... Time. Sanders Lining Playbook. These are all episodes that... Sanders Lining Playbook, by the way, uh, that's a... That's a... That's a... I think an in-depth, deep dive into... Into my personal life, I don't know why people. I'm don't sure want it. it is a name like Sanders Line and Playbook. I'm, I must have come to some realization there that everybody should be interested in. Why aren't they downloading that? <laughs> why are people more interested in my issues? 
Um, so, uh, at about uh, 40 minutes in of this quick hitter, um, we figure we'll just get in and out of your Super Bowl party and, and call it call it a night. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we can talk. I mean, it's not even really a Super Bowl party. But one thing real quick. Let me talk about this. This is real quick. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, I've been trying to get rid of some shit in the house here, you know? Okay. Like stuff that I definitely don't need anymore. Like I had a manual, you know, classic real lawnmower that I bought maybe paid 50 bucks from a guy in Craigslist a couple of years ago. So I posted for 45 because I definitely don't need any type of lawnmower anymore. Okay. No, and it sat there for like three or four weeks. Guy bought it off me the other day, straight up for forty-five, which I didn't expect. I said at forty-five, thinking I'd I'd be happy with thirty-five or forty, because yeah. I never, you know, I always offer less on a Craigslist transaction. Guy came, I think he was a Coast Guard helicopter pilot, gladly gave me the forty-five. He was really, really great guy, and went about his way. He's like forty-five, right? I was like, yep. He handed it to me. All right. The other thing I was getting rid of is a printer scanner. It's just a huge printer scanner. I haven't used it in years. I don't need to print anything at home anymore, you know? Okay. And um, in scanning, I'm like, if I want to get a scanner, I'll just go buy. There's smaller ones I can buy, you know? But it's not a necessity in my life. So I was like, well, I'll try to get rid of this. So about maybe like three or four weeks ago, at the same time, I put the lawnmower up there. I put the uh, the printer up there. I put it for fifty bucks, thinking, oh, it'd be lucky if I get forty bucks out of it, you know? Okay. Because you know that's about what you do on Craigslist. It's just price and shit to sell it, you know? Um, so like a couple of nights later, a guy gets in touch with me. You know, sends me an email through there. I'll give you forty bucks for it tonight. I was like, yeah, sure, man, come on by. Comes on by. He's like, it works, right? I'm like, yep, definitely works. You know, so he buys it. And then uh, a couple hours later, there's banging on my door. And I was like sleeping on my recliner. I'm like, because I fell asleep in front of the TV. He said, I tried calling you and texting you. This thing doesn't work, man. I put new ink in and everything. And I'm like, I'm half asleep. I was like, what, man? He's holding the fucking printer, you know? <laughs> and he comes into the house. And he's like, I put new ink. And I'm like, dude. And I'm showing. I was like, they got a thing here. It's the print utility because after a while... The ink gets dried up when it hasn't been the the nozzles get clogged when it hasn't been used for a while, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's all kind of self-explanatory. There's a little screen where you can go through all this shit on there. And right. even if you couldn't, you could probably go on your computer and troubleshoot all this shit and see probably a million YouTube videos or at least one about uh <laughs> issues with the Epson uh RX eight seventy printer or whatever, you know? Not only can he find a YouTube video, he can find a YouTube video about a guy in New Orleans who has the same model, who's having the same exact problem. That's how many tutorial videos there are on almost any issue that you're having. Yes. So I go through the whole process and then I print up something. And he's like, oh, he's like, I don't think I want it anyway, man. And I was like, Okay, man, whatever. He's like, you can keep the ink. I bought new ink, and that was like $20. And I gave him his 40 bucks back, and I was like, all right, fine. I don't give a frick, you know? So I was sitting there because I'm like, well, fuck this. I'm not going to be having issues with it. So then, you know, like a week – well, not even a week ago now. You know, in the last week, I put it up again finally after not doing anything. And I was like, I'll see if I can get something for this. If I can't, I'll just donate it. So I just put up for $20, you know? 
because I was like, I just went out of my way. You sell somebody something for twenty dollars. There's not much bitching they can do about it, you know? Right, right. Because uh, it's still a scanner. It works beautifully as a scanner. So I put it up for twenty bucks, and I even put in the, you know, I was like, it does some banding because that is one thing when you print up a document. It was banding a little bit at the top of the page, and you know what I'm talking about banding. Yeah, sure. You know, just like on one or two lines, for whatever reason, it would band. I guess wherever, some point, wherever it goes through in there, it was doing that. Uh, so I was completely honest about that. I was like, does the bedding? I was like, there's new ink in there, which I, I Googled it. I was like, that's worth $18. Come and get it from me, whatever. Somebody gets in touch with me the other day. On Saturday, get in touch with me. I email him, never hear back from him. And then, the, and then like, um, on Tuesday, I was like, I should email this guy back and see if he's still interested. I was like, hey, man, are you still interested in the printer? You know, just because I want to get rid of it, you know? Yeah. And um, and he responds. He's like, oh, yeah, because I had sent my phone number. Right. So I was like, whoever, give me a text, you know, because that's how I do it. I don't give my phone number right away. Yeah. You know, some people will give their phone numbers right away on those um, on those Craigslist ads, you know? Yep. Once, you know, um, I like to get the email because it says what their names are, too, you know, on the emails. Um, and then, uh, you know, you can Google and make sure it's not a psycho or something coming after you. Uh, so after negotiating stuff, you know, they were all freaking weird about it. He's like, Oh, my girlfriend, she's going to be getting in touch with you, blah, blah, blah. So I guess it was her that was texting yesterday on Tuesday about it. You know, she's like, I won't be able to get there. Cause I was like, I'll be at my home tonight by six. She's like, I won't be able to get there tonight. Six, yada, yada, yada. I was like, okay, well, I was like, where do you live? And, you know, she responds, LGD, which means Lower Guard District, which is where my office is, you know? Okay. She's like, LGD, and then the next one is, why do you need to know this? You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, all suspicious. I'm like, right. I was like, my office is in the 2000 block of Britannia in the Lower Garden District. I will put it in my car. We can meet at my office tomorrow. You know, it's like, you know, don't you think if I was going to, you know, I don't know. She's all suspicious of me. It's like, you know, I, you could come to my house and I could still fucking rip you off. It doesn't matter where I go to rip you off if if you're afraid that I'm going to rip you off, you know? Right, right, right. Uh, plus, I already gave him my address, my street address, you know? So it's like, you know, whatever. So she comes and gets it yesterday. And then last night, around like 3.30, 4 o'clock, she comes and gets it for me. Last night, you know, my break from all this labor that I was doing building this pathway was gone to the Louis CK concert, you know, which the tickets only went and sale on Friday, you know, like a surprise announcement Friday around three 30 in the afternoon. He announced he was selling tickets for two shows Wednesday and today, you know, um, I, uh, and I'm at dinner before I go to the show, you know, I'm ready to eat my, I'm at port call, which I believe you went to port call we went there with Mike Peters in 2003. Um, it's a burger joint on the edge of the quarter. Yeah, I've actually been a couple times. Okay, both yeah. both my visits. And I and I like the place a lot, and I rarely get to that neck of the, into that neck of the woods. But the concert was at the Mahalia Jackson Theater, which is, you know, like a half mile away from there. So I'm like, I'm gonna. I was like, that's where we're going tonight to eat. You know. Okay. Um. So. I went there eating. It's like right before my burger is going to come in. I'm getting text messages, uh, you know, from this person. I was like, I better not hear from this fucker saying this shit can't work. Because when she came to pick it up, I was like, I was like, here's a couple of caveats. 
If it doesn't print, it's because it hasn't been printed in a while. I knew it wasn't going to print because I tried to print something with it before she came. But I know it prints because when the kid came here that day, you know, print with the fresh ink. But the thing was, I let it sit again for another couple of weeks. And printers, you got those home printers, you got to be using them all the time. Right. You know? Right, right, right. Um, I was like, but you're going to have to do what's called a nozzle uh, head cleaning thing. You know, I was like, they got the utility, it does all this. You know, I was like, but the problem is you're going to have to get the colored inks because it won't do the head clean utility because there's not enough colored ink in the other ones, you know, because right. that's what she's telling me because I was just trying to clear it. So she starts fucking texting me while I'm there, uh, you know, sitting there and um, I'm having this stupid freaking conversation with this girl. You know, she's like, uh, she's like, I'm having some trouble with this. Maybe you can help me. I'm thinking. I'm thinking you may have put the wrong type of cartridge in it, dot, 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 possibly. It's saying that you can't read it. I responded, no, I definitely did not because it printed when I first put it in it, you know? Right. Uh, did you put the other cartridges in this? She's like, no, not yet. Yeah, just pulled the old one out. Looks like it's the right kind. I'm hesitant to purchase the new ink. And I responded, I know that it will probably not work without the new ink. If you have more concerns and Get in touch with me tomorrow. I'm ready to go into a show right now. Because it's like, I don't want to be fucking around with this all night, you know? Yeah. And she responds, think the ink cartridge received it wrong, she responds. And then she and then she follows up, are you seeing Louise CK? Because we are tonight. Okay, have fun. Thanks for the help. And I said, yes, I am. And she responds, ha, and never heard from her again. There you yeah. go. <laughs> but I'm sitting there at the person at dinner with him telling him, like, what the fuck is wrong with people? I was like, first, the fucking kid who I sold this to, you know, who, you know, he, he went and dropped 20 bucks on ink and then he comes over here. It's like, and then this girl, I'm like, nobody knows how to use the freaking internet. What's up with these kids? Because they were both, both of these people were in their early 20s, you know? Yeah. Like the first kid that bought it was a nursing student. This girl's like getting stuck and sending out resumes. You know, I'm pretty sure she's probably like 23 or 24 or something, you know? And, um, and then I, uh, I'm like, I'm like, I am learning to fucking pave a brickway, a brick walkway with nothing more than shit from the internet myself. You know, <laughs> these motherfuckers can't Google how to work a printer. It's amazing. You know? It's amazing, man. Yeah. It's like, I am doing this fucking huge fucking project by myself all based on shit I learned on the internet and they can't do stuff where it is stuff that is readily accessible Epson if you go to their website they will hit on these issues you know not to mention all the shit available on YouTube and whatnot. and it's just like are people not curious are they just that poor thinkers I, I just and it really blows me away you know? Yeah. I can't even tell you right now the half a dozen to dozen examples I have to support your venting. Yeah. But I do, and I know exactly what you're talking about. It's yeah. unbelievable. I mean, I do so many things. The last thing I do is pay somebody to do something. You know? Like, if I... like. If I can figure out how to do it myself and it looks reasonable that I can do it, you know? Yeah. I'll fucking do it. And you can, like, 
a couple of weeks ago with the with the blower motor fan in the car. I looked at that and I was like, oh, okay. Uh, I'd have to drop 400 bucks to get this done at a mechanic or I can go buy a aftermarket part and do it myself for 80 bucks. I'll fucking do it myself. And I looked at a video and I, and I did it myself, you know, but they obviously got, and it has, it must be the majority of the world. Cause these are two random people out of the, um, <laughs> out of the sample that is society that friggin <sighs> couldn't do anything, but text me first about the printer as if I'm, as if they bought it from like Best Buy, you know? Right. Right. Well, that it's is, just... that is true. Two random millennials from the, from, from New Orleans. Um, well, are, are pretty good cross. Yeah, and the second girl wasn't from New Orleans because she had a six three one, which I think is a Long Island area code, maybe. Okay, all right. You know, the first guy was from New Orleans, so these were people from different parts of the country, initially. You know, so this is a cross section of America. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> That's what we always say: crossroads of America run through the Lower Garden District. Yeah, so let's indict them all. Um, <laughs> well, that's like remember I told you about the two millennial chicks uh, that I uh, that I gave a ride to uh, a while yeah. back, and uh, they were they were deciding whether or not they were millennials. They weren't sure, and uh, I confirmed that they were millennials, and I said it, that that you and I had a conversation, and I I had uh, I had posed the question, you know, do I do I want to be a millennial? What you know? What generation yeah. do I want to be? And they confirmed that no, you don't want to be a millennial. Millennials suck. <laughs> I will say this much though. Uh, I mean, the millennial I was telling the story to at dinner, she would have looked up this shit first. And I have lots of millennial friends who I know would have looked up the stuff first. I just, but the thing is, I think I'm talking about people with higher levels of education, perhaps. You know? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, although this girl, I don't know what this girl's level of education was that was that was buying the printer, but the other kid, you know, I mean, he was in nursing school or whatever, but he still seemed like a dumbass, you know. I mean, just talking to him like you know, you know, he didn't he didn't speak well, you know. Right, 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 right. You know, he's like, "Oh, oh, oh you know, talking like he's, you know, I don't know. You know all these the dumb people that talk like they're rocky <laughs> you know what i'm talking about huh okay yeah 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 it's yeah. like a default dumb guy voice people that talk like freaking rocky balboa yeah you know? yes and that's what this guy was talking like you know so it didn't surprise me they came all the way back over here that night because it's like and then paid 20 dollars, and he still was happy that he was happy to get 20 dollars back basically because I gave him the forty, but he had put twenty dollars into the fucking printer. Yeah, at that point, man, right? Just keep the printer. Try to sell it to somebody else. Yeah. Well, that's what I said with this girl. It's like if she calls the next day and she's like, "I can't figure out one," I was just gonna say, "You can have your money back, but I don't want the fucking printer." <laughs> right. <laughs> but I even told her that yesterday, actually, when I was giving it to her, I was like, "But for twenty dollars, it's worth it." I was like, "And if you and if you don't like it, you can go sell it to somebody else." You know, because somebody will pay $20 for that thing, you know? Yeah. Somebody that knows how to use the internet will, I'm sure. Yeah, I'd buy it for 20 bucks. Yeah, because you know how to use the internet. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh, so, very good. 
Um, well, let's segue into the last thing real quick. Sure. Okay. So, uh, you know, obviously we've recounted the building of the deck. Yes. The renowned deck. Uh, well, now that I had it, you know, and I was looking around and then I, I, I looked in the freezer and I had a butt, you know, and I had a turkey. I'm like, you know, I should, you know, the problem with smoking large amounts of meat and stuff is like finding people to eat it with you, you know? Right. Or, I mean, not even finding people to eat with, finding people that you feel like eating with, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cause it's like, sometimes it's like, well, it's the weekend and I want to do it, but I really don't feel like having anybody over the house, you know? <laughs> but I was like, fucking Super Bowl's coming up. I got to have a party or something. So I sent out a text last week or maybe it was the, was it last week? It must've been last week earlier in the week. Yeah. Sent it to a group of like five or six guys. Yeah. One of them was like, oh, well, we were talking about having a Super Bowl. Nothing's been planned, blah, blah, blah. Like a crawfish boil. Yeah. And yeah. One part of me is like, well, why the fuck didn't you tell me this? You're going to act like y'all having some shadow event or whatever. It's like, it's like, you know, why don't you give a heads up? And I would have said, yeah, fuck it. Let's do it, you know. But they've done no planning on this at all. And then I talked to, um, you know, a couple of guys that were on the text with me. And they were like, oh, yeah, well, I'd be into doing that, you know, my thing. You know, and I was like, well, let me talk to my, to Jordan. And I was like, if Jordan's on board with it, then I'll start getting the momentum gone, you know, because that's, you know, you know how the dominoes start falling, the key people you want at your house for a party. Sure. You know, it's like if you can get the people you really like there, then you can get other people, you know. Yeah, because the pressure's uh, off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like if you get one of your, you know, you get a good solid group of good friends committed to it. It's like, fine, then I'll do it. Let's get like 20-something people or whatever, you know. I was like, nothing huge, you know, which to me – 30 or less is nothing huge, in my opinion. You know? Okay. Um, like, so, so Jordan's like, yeah, man, uh, let me see what the wife says. And he sees what the wife says. And he's like, all right, she hasn't committed me to anything. I was like, all right, he's on board. So then I was, I was like, all right, well, we're doing this. So I sent that message. And, I, and the guys with the issue, the other two guys, is like, this is, this is the deal. Y'all can do your Super Bowl. I don't give a fuck. You know, but I'm doing my thing anyway. I don't need y'all to do my thing. You know, <laughs> uh, the gauntlet <laughs> is thrown down. Yeah, but like one Gagne had already was like, oh yeah, sure I'll come there because we haven't done any plan on it anyway. And the other guy's got kids and his wife's gone out of town. The oh, next Gagne morning. was one of the was one of the shadow practitioners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But okay. he's like, oh, we haven't planned anything yet, but. But I, I had even sent him a message, like a solo message, like yeah. uh, with some bitchiness in it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, like, oh, yeah, you can go hang out with uh, with all the uh, with all the elites. Because <laughs> you know? I'll tell you what, I if I know that. one thing about Gagne is he does throw a wicked crawfish boil. Yeah, he can throw a good crawfish boil. He's the guy. Yeah, I mean he knows. I mean he's he's a he's a coon ass. He knows how to boil his crawfish. <laughs> um, and I was like, another thing is, I was like, in March when the prices drop a little bit and the weather's better, I was like, I will want to do a crawfish boil at my house. So why don't you just wait till then? You know? Yeah. Um, but like Todd was being leery anyway because he's got a, I mean, same reasons. He doesn't really want to leave his house. I get it. 
You know, he's got the wife going out of town the next day. He's got the kids. He's got to bring the kid to school in the morning. It's not a, he's not a, he's not a, he's not even a married guy with no kids anymore. You know, he's a married guy with kids, which changes everything. And the Super Bowl takes place on Sunday night. And, and the Monday after, for whatever reason, it's not a national holiday. Right. You know? <laughs> right, right, Which right. it should be. So, so we're getting it on. We, so I decided we're going to do it, you know, and then I was getting a guest list together, all that. It's like, I'm already committed to this. Well, I was like, I'm like, well, I've been, I got all these leftover bricks, like old, old bricks, you know, the type of shit that people rob uh, renovation sites for to steal because they sell these bricks for like five and six dollars a piece, apparently, you know, these uh, century old clay bricks that are on houses. Yeah. You know, a lot of people steal shit like that. It's crazy because they have value. Um, I was like, well, I'm going to I'm going to make this brick walkway. I was like, that's easy enough. You know, and then one thing I realized was like, ah, as I was starting to do it, I was like, oh, they got the cement under. You know, I never knew it ran all the way, you know. So there's a slab because it used to be it was probably at one time it was probably the washroom and everything back there, you know, 80 years ago and. I think the house might have first been built almost 100 years ago, you know? Okay. So probably at one time, that's where they had, like, the washroom and all that type of shit, you know? Um, so there was a slab under it. So I was like, all right, well, I'll get sledgehammer from Gagne. And then I was figuring out the time that I was going to do this. I was like, all right, we'll get a lot done on Saturday. And then between Saturday and Sunday, you know, I should be able to get it all done. Because everything I looked at the internet, like, Ideally, it's a one-day project, you know, when you don't have concrete to rip up. But I'm thinking the concrete ripping up is going to take up one day, you know? Yeah. Well, Syracuse is playing a game at 11 a.m. on Saturday. I was like, all right, well, I'm going to have to watch the game. I was like, if they get blown out, I'll quit watching at halftime. You know, because that's happened a few times where you don't even want to watch after halftime this year. Yeah. The way seasons are gone. But I was like, but ostensibly I have to plan – for two hours there, and then an hour for Bluto's walk. I was, I, I had the schedule gone. I'd gone out there, and I, I made the edge earlier, you know, um, you know, with the little shovel, and I was like, uh, I was like, all right, so the game's gonna end around one, probably ended around ten after one. I was like, then I'll take the dog for a walk. That'll be an hour, and I'll come back and I'll get cracking on that shit. Well, right as the game ended. Brown, the guy who thinks you talk about children too much. <laughs> uh, he calls me up and we talk on the phone to talk about the Syracuse game, you know, because they had beat the hell out of Florida State, who is a very good team that day, you know, and we were on the phone like 45 minutes parsing over Syracuse basketball, you know, and so, so that, and this is, you know, after it already start 10 after one, you know, so this is another hour. And then I had to take the dog for a walk. So now three hours has become four hours, you know? So I go out there afterwards and then I start shoveling up and it's like, ah, oh, even the dirt, just removing the dirt's going to be a pain ass. And I was like, I got to get another tool. So I went to the, you know, hardware store and I was like, well, I know they got a tool like this at my mother's house. So I don't need to go, um, uh, I'll just go borrow that. I'm not going to go drop 30 bucks on a special shovel, you know, Right. that right. I only need once. 
and then and then at this point, of course, it's getting dark, and then I come back. I was like, I'll do some shit, and I get out there. I was like, I don't want to do this right now. I was like, I'll get up in the morning and do it, you know, and then I'll have a whole day of working tomorrow. Well, um, that's the quintessential. What's it matter? I can do an hour tonight, or I can just get up an hour an hour earlier tomorrow. Never works that way, right? Yeah. Well, especially. Then Fat Pat at some point sends me a text message. Hey, want to go to the Pels? Uh, the Pels, who are they playing? The Wizards, I guess they play. Yeah, Pels Wizards tomorrow night. But it's a Sunday game, so it start at 5. Because, you know, Sunday games, most games start at 7. But when they do them, like, on Sunday nights, they do the Twilight games often, you know? Hey, speaking of Fat Pat, can you think he can get me tickets to the circus at the Sun National Bank Center in Trenton, New Jersey? Uh, if the NBA owns the circus, possibly. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Um, I need four. I need fourteen tickets, preferably in the fifty to eighty-five dollar price range. Comped, if uh, <laughs> if you happen to run across those, will you? For the two o'clock so show. When you finally get around to this in October two thousand seventeen, Fat he's going to need those tickets eight months ago. For those, uh, for the two p.m. show, we can't go to the six p.m. show. It's too late. For my nephew, apparently. Anyway, go ahead. Not Cole. Not Cole. Uh, oh, I, I gotta stop talking about it because Ryan will get pissed. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, the problem with that now is if the game was at 7, that means I could work until 5, which would have been fine because that's when it starts getting dark anyway. You know? Because then I'd have to take a shower and then start moving to get down there because ideally you want to leave the house around four o'clock you know to get to the game you know okay um so anyway i uh since it's five i'm like well i'll work till three and i'm thinking i can get way more done but then i get out there and i start shoveling that mud uh i think i told you about this i was like well screw it i better just go to the store and buy the stuff i'm gonna need because it's gonna be stupid to have to like freaking interrupt this job at every step of the way now i need to go buy all the sand so i said i'll just get i had already surrendered that i was gonna give up a couple hours in the morning working just to deal with that so i went and did that you know and um so now it's finally like 12 something or one o'clock and I finally get out there and I'm thinking, you know, shoveling the soil off the top, that's going to be easy. Of course that wasn't easy. That was a complete ball buster and a half. Um, and, uh, so, uh, so three o'clock rolls around. I look at my watch at three or two and I'm finally getting the last shovel of topsoil off. And I'm like, uh, finally getting to, the concrete now i was thinking i could get all that done in an hour you know why why that was the part i was confused about as you were as you were relaying text uh messages regarding your progress oh sorry how why was there so much shit over the concrete because that whatever building was that back there probably was torn down probably 50 years ago ah okay so it's right. like an architect. It's like an archaeological dig back there. Yeah, right, right. I right. mean, it literally is. It's like you know when you see like an old cities, like in New Orleans, it happens a lot of times. Like when they're gonna build a, you know, oh, a parking lot where they were gonna decide to build a building now, and then they came across 
Uh, shit, that was an original cottage. The foundation of real original cottage built in 1718 when New Orleans was founded. You know, you know, you see those stories. Yes. You know, yes, yes. That's yes, what yes. it's like. Like they just tore down what was ever back there, and then over years, soil covered. Some spots you can see the sl- the, the the actual cement up. It's not that deep of a cover, you know, because I, you know, whoever lived here really didn't care about the backyard. I don't think, you know, the last person. And then okay. probably the property got flooded. So I'm sure after the flood, it probably put even more, you know, refuse on it. You know, like once all the water washed away, left behind probably a bunch of soil on top of it, you know? Right. Um, uh, so anyway, uh, it's like 302. I was like, all right, well, 315 is when I really need to get moving. I was like, because I got to feed the dog. And then if I get in a shower... That gives me plenty of time to, to get ready and walk out of here by four, you know? So I'm like, well, I'll take a few swings at the sledgehammer. And then I took a couple of swings and it's like gone nowhere fast. And I'm like, I'm too old and out of shape to be doing this shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, oh, damn. I was hoping to get something done with the sledgehammering. What's the and, weather like? Uh, What's the weather like this time of year or while you're doing this? Oh, it was really nice. It okay. was probably... That day it was probably like seventy degrees or something. It's you know? probably the best, the best time of year to be doing this project, right? Oh yeah, definitely. It's not okay. humid or anything, you know. Like right. It's, it's, you know, I mean, like that picture of me out there sitting out on the deck smoking a cigar and all that shit. That was probably the coldest day of the year then, okay. you know. Right. Uh, but it's been very mild. I mean, a couple of days later, I think it actually the day before. Earlier that morning, it might have been like 40-something degrees, but it was starting to, the weather was starting to warm back up again uh, that Sunday evening, you know? Yep. So, But even the day before, when it was 50-something degrees out there, that was great weather to be doing that in, you know? Yes. Because it's like you're not going to be sweating, you know? And it's not like there's frozen ground or anything, you know? Um, so I was so- like, I'm just going to have to... Like, I'm just going to have to start doing this at work uh, at night because my realization was I got myself into this. And I think I briefly told you how I Roscoe myself. <laughs> you didn't tell me what the details of it were. Originally, the original roscoe of myself was this headboard I bought from somebody off of Craigslist. And there were a couple of blemishes on it. And I started, I was like, well, I could sand those blemishes off. And I sand and I had to start sanding other shit. And then next thing you know, I got a whole fucking thing sanded or like big chunks of them. Like, oh, now I'm going to have to get some stain to match that shit. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I was like, I could have easily just left that one little imperfection the way it was. And no one would have ever fucking noticed. Never. But no. So then I had to go get some stain and, you know, it could be done better. But now it looks better. Or it looks as as friggin' imperfect as it did when I bought it, you know? Yeah. But it's like, I Roscoe myself. And that's <laughs> what I did here. I was like, well, fuck, I can't have people come over even if they don't go back out there. I don't want a fucking construction site on my property, you know? Right. Where you want this huge four-foot-high pile of dirt that's sitting back there right now, you know, on a tarp. With all this shit, oh, what's going on? Oh, yeah, a couple of weeks ago, I started making a sidewalk, and I just gave up. 
This is your, this is, right, this is your, your coming out party, right? You haven't had 20 people over to your house for an organized gathering. The most I've had at any one time is probably one person. Well, actually, (laughs) two, two, three people, like my siblings or something, you know? There was a day where you told me that, um, that you had, it was definitely your mom, but it was your mom and somebody were over. My dad. Probably. You were. Yeah, they came over for the chance. She's with my dad. Okay, so maybe they came over for breakfast. Yeah, that's uh, probably what it was, or yeah. something along those lines. I came over to raise my uh, blood pressure primarily. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Everything had been good for a while. The fuck out of me and my mother to make me feel uncomfortable about stuff, and my right. dad to friggin' talk about political shit that he knows I don't agree with him on. Right, you know. Right. <laughs> Came here to get me angry. <laughs> oh, that's a whole other story, you know. All right, so so you don't so want this maddening. Disagreeing with him means automatically disagreeing with him means I love Hillary Clinton. You know, <laughs> this is such a that is such an inaccurate friggin' interpretation of my views. But whatever, that's a whole other issue. All right. Um. But uh, so you don't want you don't want a construction site. You don't want a bunch of people coming over looking out your backyard, even if they're not going to hang out. Yeah, back I mean, there. deck's plenty big for them to hang out. But I was like, it looks shitty, you know. Yeah. So, so I was like, all right, I'm just gonna have to start doing this shit at night, you know. And I I have a couple of those work those clip on spotlights, you know. You put the floodlight in, you can clip it somewhere. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, they're real cheap. You know, $8, you pay for the thing, and you can clip it. Yep. Uh, so I went and bought it. I had one of those because it's the guys that, that worked in this house um, left one up in the attic when they were working here. You know, And, and I need lights in my backyard, like floodlights. I don't have floodlights back there. So for a while, I've just been using one of those as the light source because I don't feel like paying an electrician to do that right now, you know? Okay. Um. So anyway... I got another one of those because I had a spare flood, actual flood light bulb here anyway. So I went to the store. I was like, I'll do that and put it up. So, but Monday morning, even I went out there and start looking at it. And I was dressed for work and I was like, screw it. I might as well get some wax in right now, you know, since I'm back here. So I, so I whacked up, I friggin' started smacking the concrete, you know, that came home at night and smacked a bunch of concrete, you know, it was getting it all ripped up. And I was like, I got to start moving this shit. So Tuesday morning, I went out there and did some, you know, because Monday I could get it all, but one tiny section, you know, but I was just, I didn't have the energy anymore, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, swinging a sledgehammer to break shit up is not easy, especially when it's concrete that you need to swing at the same spot multiple times sometimes before it does anything, you know? Yeah. Because it's not just concrete. There's a like a clay brick foundation to it, you know. You get what I'm saying? I do. I'm following you. Yeah, like an old house. It's like it's like clay brick foundation part that the concrete is over. So it's actually stuff that's about three or four feet deep, probably about maybe maybe two, maybe a foot and a half or whatever. Actually, come to think of it, whatever. It's it's thick shit. Um. So then Tuesday morning, I get some of it. And then uh, I was like, the other night, I'm like, Tuesday night, I'm like, I just got to get a lot of stuff moved. And of course, you know, where am I going to put all this concrete, you know? 
So first, I'm like, well, I'll just put it under the deck because you can't even climb under the deck. You know, there's no reason to be under the deck. Okay. You know? Okay. So I start trying to put some of it under the deck, but it's a real pain in the ass. And then I'm then I go back and I look. See, the way I had it built was the landing that goes out of my backyard, out of my back door, is a certain height. But I didn't want the deck built that same height because I felt like it would have been too high. Like I would have been way above the neighbors, even though I got a six-foot fence. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so I had him drop it maybe. He might have dropped it a half a foot or something, you know? Okay. So so back there, you know, um, there's a lot more room. You know, I look, there's a lot, a lot of space. And I was like, I can get the, the wheelbarrow back there, and I wind the wheelbarrow back there, and I just start fucking loading up the trunks of concrete and fucking throwing it back there. And I took my, uh, my, my steel rake and was pushing it back. I made sure that there's no pipes. There's no reason that you got to hang out under that part of the landing, you know? So I was like, this is as good a place as any to put this crap because I don't have a dumpster and I'm not going to put it. The garbage guy's going to be pissed if I put all that stuff in the garbage can, you know, even though they got the machine to do it now, they still would get pissed, you know? Uh, because they're not supposed, that shit's not supposed to go in the regular garbage, you know? Right. That's like construction so just, material. You gotta, you gotta dispose yeah, of that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I just threw it all under there because I was like, it's, no one's ever going to see it under here and it doesn't matter. And it's probably actually a good thing to have more rock under here. Who knows? Um, so I got as much as I could do. And then there was a couple of piles. There are a couple of piles that left that you can see in those photos that I sent you the last photo. But they're not too big. And I just got to get them shoveled up. And I was hoping to do that tonight, but I don't know if I will. Because ideally, what I would like to be able to get done by tomorrow night is at least, like, preparing the actual dirt itself and then putting little framing boards in so that Saturday morning, I can get out there, dump the sand, and then start laying out the bricks. And if that takes me all day, that's fine, because that's probably all it should take me, you know? Yeah, right. You, uh, the most important thing at this point, though, is give, you got to give yourself, I mean, basically, you can't be doing anything else besides this project if you want to get it done by Sunday, you know what I mean? Like, you can't be be running off to to the Pels game. You know, on yeah, I mean, Saturday. last week, but you can't pass up those tickets. You know? um, well, and this is another issue. Yes. Um, like, that's why, like, today I was like, well, you know, I was thinking, like, when the hell am I going to fit this trip into the grocery store and all this shit? And, like, last night was my night, like, all right, this is my off night. I'm going to Louis C.K. I ended up, you know, ended up staying out too late, drinking a little bit too much, you know. So I didn't have... You know, I had no time to make lunch yesterday for today. You know, usually I make my lunch the night before because it saves a lot of time in the morning, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I knew that wasn't going to happen last night, but I was like, I'll go home for lunch today. Uh, so I'm really sleep deprived uh, because of, you know, because I've been burning the candle at both ends lately, you know? Uh, yeah. Doing physical hard labor at eight o'clock at night's never fun. No, no, no. And then if you're going to be doing that, you can't be going to basketball games and comedy concerts as well, you know? That's yeah, just like... Me, shame me, shame me. That's 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 how that works. <laughs> See, I've I, I learned, and, and there was always a big joke in my, in my family when we were younger, um, because my grandmother 
would have uh, bowling on Thursday yeah. nights. My grandfather made her go bowling in his bowling league. Yeah, yeah. And um, we, we could stay over her house, you know, in the summer when we didn't have school and stuff. We could stay over her house um, Monday through Wednesday or Friday through Sunday, but you never could stay over uh, Wednesday night into Thursday because she had bowling on Thursday, and that would mean she had two things to do on Thursday, and that was kind of the joke. Like, oh, God yeah. forbid, you know, my mom would, would kind of bust her chops as as younger adults are apt to do to their elderly yeah, yeah. parents, right? Yep. Now, little does my mom remember that, you know, the chickens have come home to roost, right? Isn't that, isn't that the saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, so my mom does a lot of the similar things that, you know, she gave my grandmother shit about. Um, but I've learned that. That, like, if I've got something big on the horizon, i got to clear the calendar of all other activities that aren't associated with that major event. And I give a whole day for each of the for each of the components. If I'm gonna go grocery shopping, that's one day. If I'm gonna clean the house, that's one day. Yeah. If I'm gonna do yard work, that's one day. So, you know, for a party, I gotta have three full prep days. That doesn't mean I can't work or do anything, but um there's no in that week, you know, there's no other socializing. There's no other activities. And well, focus, listen, man. To this. listen to this, though. All right. Here's part of the deal. Okay. So anyway, um, like, had I not got the tickets to Louis C.K., I probably wouldn't have been as motivated to work as hard on Monday and Tuesday nights. Because I would have been like, well, I got Wednesday as well, you know? Okay. All right. Listen, there's but, alternate there's alternate strategies out there. I'm willing yeah. to admit that. I'm willing to. No, and that's that's the thing. Like, uh, because the point is, after Tuesday night, I was kind of burnt out, you know? Yeah. From doing this. So I was like, so had I not gone to Louis C.K., what I would have done last night is probably nothing, you know? So at least I went to Louis C.K. and I laughed my freaking ass off. And I was like, this is like my, and I even said, I was like, this is my downtime in between doing all the bullshit, you know? Because okay. I knew at this point, I was like, I'm going to have to get all this stuff done. I knew I'm, I know I'm going to be working around the clock. And I was like, I know I'm going to have to go to the store. I had a list of everything I need for the party, you know? Yeah. I was like, I got to yeah. get beer and all this stuff. And there's still more stuff I need. But today, as I was leaving, I was like, well, you know what? Instead of going to lunch... I was like, I can go. I go to my store first. I got a list of everything I need anyway, you know. And I already know this store is going to have this, this, and this, you know, because there was, you know, there's all kinds of big sales going on because it's Super Bowl, you know. Yeah, of course. And I was like, all right, well, I'll go this. I saw prices for like beer, certain beer. One price, another store. I was like, all right, well, I'll go get that. But let me see if it's here. Uh, and then it was all the same price. And I was like, well, fuck it. I'm just buying the beer here and everything, you know. And then I reached a point where it's like, well, fuck it. I'm not taking lunch. I'm just buying all these freaking groceries. And now I only need a few other things at this point, you know, some, you know, bottles of water and then some mixers or some shit, you know, stuff that's no big deal, you know, okay. but I got, the, 
bulk of everything I needed because I was going to make guacamole. So I bought a bunch of avocados and shit. And I was like, screw it. This is probably the best thing. Use the lunch time to do this because this is time in the middle of the day when I couldn't go do manual labor anyway. All right. You know? All right. Like I'm not going to be digging, working on the pathway during my lunch break from work. But had I gone to the grocery store outside of work, it would probably be eaten in a time I could be doing more productive shit at the house. Makes sense. Yeah. You know, so I went there and I bought a bunch of shit and none of it was, you know, there were avocados and limes, nothing that needed to be in the refrigerator. So I just threw it in my trunk and went back to work uh, for another couple of hours and went home, you know. All right. So, I mean, it's like you just the thing is. I'm sitting there thinking to myself about all the fucking time I've wasted in my life. But when I need to get shit done, I can really figure out how to be efficient. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but all the fucking time I've wasted, you know, where shit gets dragged out forever for stuff that could be done in two hours, you know? And it's like, oh, uh, you know what needs to get what I need to do to be efficient? Have the threat of people coming to my house that I asked over already, you know? Right. You know, because I was like, well, I can't be not having all the shit I need for the party on top of it, you know? Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of people. You gonna bring the beer? You know? A bunch of people come over. You you hand them a plastic cup and tell them to go stand outside in the rubble. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you know what? Like, I don't know. The way I'm approaching this party too, you know, I um. Yeah, I told everybody, it's like, I'm hosting a party. I'm more than happy to provide stuff. I was like, but here's the deal. I was like, I'm buying five cases of beer and a couple of handles of liquor. You want anything else, you bring it, you know? Yeah. And I feel that's reasonable, you know? At, at this point, at this point, that's, I would say, standard operating procedure. I've yeah. got me, you guys, you guys cover almost anything else. Because it's yeah. much easier and reasonable for every person to bring the the beer for themselves plus some and something else, right? Like yeah, yeah, like a dip uh, or something. Baked beans. I don't know if baked beans yeah. are big down there, but yes. Oh, well, uh, I'm doing dip. beans since I'm doing it. I just bought a big old can of beans of baked beans, and I'm gonna uh, doctor them up a little bit. You know, okay. throw them in the slow cooker. All right, all right. Now, like a huge can of them. I looked. You know, they were like. The internet I found, it was like a lot, basically four ounces per person for beans. I was like, if I have 30 people, that's 120 ounces. The can's 116 ounces. I was like, that's enough, you know? Right. Because right. it's just a side. We're not eating beans as a meal, you know? And probably there's probably a lot of people that won't even want to touch beans, you know? Right. Yeah, well, I mean, they are the musical fruit, man. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm just going to doctor up, you know, maybe cook down some bacon and throw some brown sugar in there and throw it in, you know, and let it sit on the slow cooker all day, you know? Uh, you're going to cook some meats. You're going to cook a, uh, a a butt and a, and a yeah. turkey, right? 19 and a quarter pounds of butt and seven pounds of uh, turkey. You're going uh, to brine any of that? Yeah, I bought a couple of bottles. I'm going to brine some apple juice, basically. All right. What, uh, what, what, uh, what kind of... Cider, because I had a cider already. What kind of container are you going to brine it? Uh, you're going you're gonna to brine it in? Just a regular old pot? No, I'd done that before, but, uh, you know, I looked, I wanted to get one of those restaurant style ones, you know, but unless you're like in the restaurant industry or willing to buy it bulk, you can't get one of those things for like less than like 40 bucks or whatever, which is fucking absurd. 
You know, so I reached out to friend of the podcast, Brian uh, C. Peters, not to be confused with Brian R. Peters. Okay. Um, I, and, I mean, I was hoping he'd just, like, you know, use his ability as GM of Poorhouse Boston to, uh, to like, just buy me one and bill me for it because, you know, because they probably buy stuff like that all the time, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I got in touch with him and immediately he was like, sent me a picture. He's like, like this, you know, I was like, yeah, that's fine. You know, and it's an 18 quart container. I just need to raise the level. And he, he's like, the, the cook here doesn't like to use this size. He's like, you know, I'm going to donate this to the podcast. You know, there you go. There you go. So he donated and thank you, Brian C. Peters and the people of Porterhouse Boston Inc. Um, because you are making the brining and I'll be able to brine both of those butts in there at the same time, you know, doesn't get better than that. Yeah. I mean, cause it's big enough to fit both of them in there. Just dump a bunch of friggin' apple juice in there, you know, do that friggin' Saturday morning or whatever, you know, get up early Sunday morning, you know, uh, in my, in my fantastical mind, get up at 5 a.m., but I know that's yes. not going to happen. Yes, the old 5 a.m. wake-up call. Yeah, my fantastical mind tells me I'm getting up at 5 a.m. to get that shit gone. My realistic mind tells me I'm getting up at 7 a.m. and and thinking it's going to be that easy, but it really takes a lot longer when you get the brine out and then you got to dry the meat and you got to get the fire gone where it's fine. <laughs> Let it set. Like the whole yeah. deal. And you're running around like a madman. Um, yeah. Hey, what is that container called? Uh, like what's the like a plastic food service. Yeah, but it's not giving it to me. Because I know it's like, it's is it square? Is it a big, no, heavy? Just, they do the square ones, but it's circular. Um, because I have a restaurant depot down here that I'm a member of that uh, – um, I want, oh, here we go. A clear, it's a polycarbonate food storage container. 22 quarts. Yeah, mine's 18 quarts, I believe. But yeah, it's like that. Hey, it's the clear one. I see, you know, come up with the, yeah, I mean, you know, you, you've worked in restaurants and stuff, you know, you see the typical. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Right. So they're 20 bucks each, but you got to buy a lot of six. Yeah. You can get for 20 bucks if you buy a lot, you know? Yeah. There's websites where you can buy them individually. They charge a lot of money. I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, I don't like to pay fucking a lot of money for shit that I don't feel like I need to pay a lot of money for. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, I, well, I'd love one of those. I'd love one of those, but I'm not going to spend 120 bucks to get six of them. Yeah, who knows? You know, you never know. The podcast is a powerful thing. Um, sure. Yeah, like today I went to the grocery store. The beer, I bought five cases of beer, which were each 19.99. You know, I bought... I bought two cases of Coors Light, a case of Yingling Lager, a case of Yingling Light, and a case of, of Miller Light. Even though if it was me, I would just buy five cases of Coors Light, but I knew I would catch crap for that. Like, oh, give us some diversity, you know? Right. Um, because I'll just drink the Coors Light. I don't care. So at first, I have three things of Coors Light in there and two Yinglings. Uh, I invited my sister and... You know, and her boyfriend, I was like, young, come. And she said, well, I don't know we're going to come blah, 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 this morning. Well, I mean, that's her voice as I read the text, you know, just like, <laughs> the, 
we didn't actually have that spoken conversation, you know? Right, right, right. But, but as I'm in the store and I'm walking through, I was like, I had almost everything except for the liquor because you got to go to a special section to get the liquor in there, you know? Uh, you can get wine, beer, and everything, grab it yourself. The cheap liquor, like, you know, your standard vodka, you can go grab it yourself. The stuff in the plastic bottles, but anything in a glass bottle, you got to go ask them to give you, you know? Because okay. I guess that's, you know, a bigger danger of people stealing all that type of shit, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's true. Um, so anyway, I was like, uh, I was like, well, if he comes, I should just replace one of these cases with Miller Lite. So I went back because I was like, I can't be a jerk. You know, I mean, not that it'd be jerky, but I was like, it's considerate. You know, other people, people might want something more than Coors Light. So I went and replaced it with that. But I'm saying I spent $100 on the beer. Um, I got a couple of handles of liquor, which probably are about $50. And then I got, you know, four big bags of chips, a couple of things of salsa, 14 avocados, all kinds of utensils, the beans, the juice, all kinds of peanuts and condiments and cups and everything else. And my bill was, you know, it was 18, $18. The bill was taxed, but at the end of it, it was $221. I was like, I was like, I'm happy with that, you know, because most yeah. people that bought were like, buy one, get one free, basically. <laughs> right, right. So I was like, the, like, you know, when you look at the bill and it says what it originally is, you know, and then it rings up like first it was up there and it was like $290. And then it came and it was 221 I was like, dude, I told the guy, I was like, I am so happy. I was like, especially when 150 of it's the alcohol, you know, right? like $70 for the rest of this shit. I was like, I win today. You know, because I was thinking when I was in there, I was like, dude, this is going to be like a four hundred dollar trip when I had when I'm walking around this huge cart of all this shit, you know. Right. Because it's like you reach a point where it's like, I know I need all of it anyway. So why fret over what the price is, you know? Yeah. You're going to use it. Yeah. It's all stuff that's going to be used, you know. So I'm not going to fret over price. I was like, I wouldn't be surprised if this gets close to four hundred. So when it was two twenty one, I was like, oh, that's. A pleasant surprise. Right. You're so proud of yourself, you know, like you accomplished something, even though you really didn't accomplish anything, right? Yeah. yeah. But like, I even like, like there were a few things like, like, you know, the stuff for Brian and I bought like the store brand shit for stuff like the beans. I bought the store brand beans, you know, because you could get the bush beans of the same size were like eight bucks. The Winn-Dixie version, the same thing, was five bucks. I'm like, well, I'm Dr. Nump anyway. Who needs the fancy name brand beans, you know? Yeah. And then the apple juice. I'm doing it to brine the shit. But this is the funny thing. You got to look at your prices of everything. Like, Winn-Dixie sells their own brand apple juice. The gallon was a certain price, and the half gallons are a different price. I looked at the unit price. I was like, it's usually you buy the gallon the unit price is going to be cheaper, you know, like the per ounce price. Yep. I looked, I was like, the per ounce price of the half gallons cheaper than the gallon. So I bought two half gallons. But they're depending on you not thinking that, you know? Yeah. Like, like everything I went, I, I made sure I, I got the cheapest unit price and everything. Like, they were like, buy one, get one free of all these utensils. And then I came across all this Chinette shit. It was like clearance. And I was like... Oh, the China shit's way cheaper than their shit, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, that's why it took me a little longer because you got to work to save money, you know? <laughs> I mean, you got to actually do math, you know? Of course. 
So okay. whatever. I'm very happy with. I'm very happy with where my budget for this party is right now. You know. What Which will it? probably end up being around three something. I mean, I spent twenty dollars on the, on the butt. Uh, I think I spent maybe ten dollars on the turkey. You know, I'm gonna have to go buy some ice and some mixers and shit. But, but for the most part, I'm done. You know, so. I'm going to get out of here for like three something, which I think is a really good deal. In, in my opinion. Plus you can't put a price on memories. Nope. Or memories for that. Fact. <laughs> well, memories. <laughs> I've seen some, I've seen some nice ones for a couple of dollars. If you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah true. That, true. That. All right, man. On that note, right. yes. we say we get the hell out of here, right? Yeah. 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 Let's uh, close up this pop stand. Right. Did, uh, As the kids said. Did some yeoman's work tonight. Uh, With apologies to Girk's brother, we will see you guys next week. Adios, Fredo.